The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Welcome to Back to Lawyers and Libations with Sarah and Rebecca. I'm Sarah Stottlemyre. And I'm Rebecca Hallberg. And we are here on our podcast today, episode four. If you've survived this far, congratulations. Pretty sure episode three involved maybe some not making it to the bathroom time. A little poop talk. A little poop talk. A little boob talk. A little girl's trip talk. It was fun. It was fun. I thought it was good. I I think it's good for people to know that, like, actually women do talk about all these things. And they are hysterical stories, in fact. And we're real. Funny stuff happens. That is important. Oh, yeah. Everything's Uh, not perfect. Yes. And I do think that it's a good way to raise uh, your young girls to not be uh, morbidly embarrassed by things that happen that are generally considered bodily functions that you should be ashamed of. Sure. Excellent point. So there, you're welcome. Yep. Power to the girls. Uh, Power to the girls, Mm -hmm. 100%. So what have you been doing since the last time we came together? Well, I'm in the midst of baseball hell. You are wearing a Cubs hat. I'm wearing a Cubs hat. Very popular. I feel like popular. it's blasphemous for uh, we are in Braves country. We are yes. huge Braves fans. No, You're so, messing this up. What did you want to do? I'm actually not. I was not a baseball mom. I was very anti-baseball. Now I'm fully embraced baseball momage. I can tell. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I was a soccer mom for years, but both of my boys are playing baseball. So you're not dating someone from the Cubs. No, but if I were, then perhaps I wouldn't have to be a lawyer anymore. No, I am <laughs> I am not dating a Cubs player. Uh, yeah. My oldest son is playing for the Braves, so when he plays, I wear my Braves gear. Love that. George plays tonight. He's on the Cubs. How old is George? Six, but they're ranked number one. It's kind of Ooh, a big deal. And so, big deal. Uh, so now I have this amazing Cubs hat. Okay. And on game days, I dress like a Cubs player. So um, You may or may not have gotten a lot of dirty looks and snide comments made behind your back whenever you walked into the studio today. I was today. accused of being a traitor. You, yeah. Um, I'm not, but I love George. Well, so. yes. You're supportive of your children. Yeah. And if, if somebody can't handle that, then fuck them. Right. But I wear, again, on Braves days, Atlanta Braves, Braves. and Hunter Hallberg Braves days, I wear Braves gear. Yes. Uh, but who knew that when you become a baseball mom, you actually live at the baseball field? So we eat all of our meals there. Oh, I literally gosh. leave work and I go straight to the baseball fields no. every day. Mm-mm. So no, I don't want anything to do with that. No. I am a soccer mom. Soccer mom, it's a way, I think the soccer mom way of life, like everybody looks way more real. Everyone at baseball, the baseball moms are fully geared up at all given times with like their kids' names, like monogrammed on their jackets. Shut the fuck up. It's, it's it's real. But their kids are also good. Mine are subpar. Your kids are good. But at so baseball? do you think that they're like hoping uh, that they get a scholarship to baseball when they're currently 10 years old and they think they're going to do I that? think so. And you can tell, I mean, in their defense, the ones that are like fully geared up, their kids are damn good. Like, mm-hmm. My kids don't know what the hell's going on because we're not baseball people. Right. Um, but these boys clearly have Because your playing. husband played soccer. He played soccer. Mm-hmm. And I played soccer. So, mm-hmm. like, we know all the soccer stuff. We don't know sh- shit squat. I guess I can say shit on this. I totally you forget. Yeah, yep. I was like, we don't You're know squat. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it is. They've, I mean, these kids were raised playing baseball, and we did not do that. We're very late to the game. I dated a lot of baseball players. That was my type in college. Um, So Carolina baseball boys, those were my uh, best guy friends and the ones that I would select from uh, to be my boyfriend at the time. Yes. So I know a lot about baseball, um, but I don't know much about soccer. And I'm now a full-blown soccer mom. So we traded. It's awful. We basically traded. Can we trade back? Well, it's interesting because I think my, like thinking about like types of men, my type of Guy is definitely a more like the shorter soccer player thighs looking thing. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. find 
Typically, when you think a guy's hot, it looks like he probably played professional baseball at some point. That's like true, that because physique. they're like 6'4". Yep. Yep. Nice butts. Yep. Below all, the, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. Yeah, so that's your type. Um, okay, well, I feel much better about you being in the Cubs hat than I did previously. It is kind of cute. It even has George's number. I'm not sure what it's on. Number eight. So. Did you have that specially made? I didn't do it. The baseball moms did it. And then you Shut just up. signed up for a hat. Yeah. No way. I didn't do this. I don't have time for this. Good grief. I have time to wear it. I do not have time to go on Etsy and design. Well, it is really cute. I couldn't support that more. Um, I'm in soccer hell uh, because my daughter, Adeline, is the goalie on the generally number one team in Georgia for soccer girls that are uh, 11 and under. And so we travel everywhere, um, like Nashville and Alabama and Orlando and Richmond. good. Like, I feel like... The future is bright for Adeline. Well, I don't I don't know because I will support her in it a thousand percent until she doesn't want to play it anymore. And then fucking thank God can we just get out of it because it's so much. And uh, some of the parents are a little, they're a little intense. intense. Yeah, a little intense. They have Instagram pages for their oh, it's a lot. children. But it's, uh, I mean, and again, I'm new to the baseball thing. I think part of the reason I love soccer is I think, you know, running and like the conditioning involved with 90 minutes of play. Ew. It's tough. Like, yeah. if she can do that and she continues to do that through high school and college, like, your girl is going to be she's going to be good, but at the same time, she's like, also is, let's not, let's not be, let's not lie about her. She's the goalie. So she's <laughs> not like, she's not a striker. She's, she's not up, up, down, up, down, yeah, up, yeah. down. But she does practice with everybody and has to do all the exact yes, same yeah. things. So she, it is great exercise and it's fantastic. And I couldn't be more proud of her, but it all is exhausting. So we've got the summer coming up. So this week, have you been, did you enroll in any camps? Oh what are you God. doing? I mean, I have three kids. So like I'd I have, uh-uh. shockingly, I uh, have a color-coded calendar <laughs> um, and each kid has a different color. And so mm-hmm. I've had, and, and we're in Atlanta. So, you know, yep. camps opened up February 1st. So on February 1st at 8 a.m., I am immediately, I have, I did not know that camps open up on February 1st. That is not something that would cross my mind, actually. When you have three kids, you have to know, because if not, you have three kids at home while Jesus. you're supposed to be working. So yeah. I've got like, all, I've got my giant big screen on my computer and I've got each kid and each camp and I'm like literally like multitasking and rolling. And so I think at this point in time, I only have two weeks where people are waitlisted for different camps. You're coming out with Adeline. That's true. Yeah. yeah so... Um, I have one child and an au pair to help me take care of my child. I mean, granted, I am divorced, so I have like a single parent, but it is it is too much. I don't know how you do it with three children. I would literally throw myself uh, out a window off of a roof because there's no uh, there's no way. They're basically, you're not even man on man anymore. You're, they're like raising themselves. No, I mean, the work week is better for me than the weekends. We had eight games this weekend. No. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so tired. But speaking of throwing yourself out of a window, um, this morning, my six-year-old George, uh, my little love bug, got mad because I wouldn't let him have Lucky Charms, and he opened up the window beside the kitchen and tried to jump out. (laughs) And so... So, so For anybody who doesn't know, uh, Rebecca had a very hot, steamy affair with actual Satan uh, to have produced George, who is the most beautiful, toe-headed, precious little fucking satan bastard you've ever met in your entire life i wish i were kidding but he's so cute but he is evil and mischievous and mean as shit and like i've never seen anything like the way that the thing she has to deal with because again i've got a daughter who i say to her honey do you need a moment she'll be like mommy i do think i need a moment and then she'll go and sit herself down and like take deep breaths george is a fucking psychopath he's insane i mean i said no lucky charms he literally ran and climbed up did on top of this. Did he have clothes on or he no? He didn't have on clothes. I was, he was already dressed for school. He climbs up on top of this chest I have underneath this very high window, slings the window open, and is like halfway out of the window. And he's I'm like, by his leg. I don't think I've ever. his ass like, in. You know, I'm pretty laid back. You I are. don't think I've ever screamed this out of my entire life. And I grabbed him and I ripped him out of the window, <laughs> immediately slid the chest down the wall. And I screamed at him so hard and loud. Was like, he crying? Oh, like he's Good. like shaking. Good. Because he never cries. I'm he sorry. Cries. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of children crying, but George usually looks at you and like flips you double guns. He does. And is like, see you later, mom. He Great talking like, to you. Oh my God. I'm never touching the window again. He might not even go into that room again. Like <laughs> it was terrifying. 
But I was like, what a psycho reaction. Like, no lucky charms, I'm going to throw myself out a window. He's dramatic. We That's also, I do remember too, speaking of George, just as an aside, um, wasn't he shitting on your neighbor's yard? He would. He would get naked and he would go take a dump at our neighbor's yard. He neighborhood. would, yes. So he would take off his clothes I can't and go even, to the neighbor's move. yard. <laughs> he actually and he moved right actually <laughs> moved because he would go and get naked and walk, across, walk next yeah. door to your neighbor's and just take a dump in their front yes. yard. Yes, and at the age of six, he still, if he has to pee, he asked me the other day, he goes, where's the bathroom? And I go, same place it's always been. He goes, oh, I don't have time to go there. And he just ran out the front door and peed in the front yard. Yeah. I think he just likes to be naked. I mean, he, if there he were a does like being naked. Go. He's going to be uh, a thinner Chris Farley when he's yes, an adult. He is wild and insane, mm-hmm. and he might be a drug dealer. I mean, I'm going to throw it out. He could, he be. could be. He could be a fun I mean, drug I'm dealer. okay if he's a hot Chris Farley slash drug dealer, as long as he doesn't get in trouble. And like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. Like light drugs, not math. No, 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 light drugs. Yeah. Like um, like a gummy distributor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On a bicycle. Nothing big deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I didn't have anything like that uh, at all happen with my daughter. The, again, she <laughs> when I have to, quote, punish her, I look at her and I say, well, you're being a little bitchy. Uh, do you need a minute? And she'll be like, you know what? I probably do need a minute. And then she, I'll be like, okay, well, you can go hang out wherever you want to and then just come get me when you're done having a minute and doing like three deep breaths. And she does. She's like an adult. I mean, I think that may be the benefit of having one. I do feel like everybody, all of my friends that have a single child, they act much more Well, that's because they're only around adults. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that makes absolute mm-hmm. sense. I mean, yeah. like Adeline will go on uh, adult-only trips she, she could come to dinner with us she and comes be normal. To, yeah, 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 she comes to dinner with us. My we kids can talk are about the maniacs. Things. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. My kids only eat chicken tenders. Like, Oh, yeah, no. She really likes carpaccio. Yeah, yeah. My kids can do that. Um, but I do. I do think it is the benefit of having one child mm-hmm. uh, as far as them getting older and maturing at a younger age. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. She has never threatened to throw herself out a fucking window because of Lucky Charms. Yeah. That's, that's not happened. She really doesn't even have Lucky Charms. She, I wouldn't feed my kids. She if doesn't I have, one have, child, lucky have Lucky Charms. She doesn't. Yeah. No, no, no. I have three, so I'm just like, just yeah, eat, just for the love of God, get something. something in your stomach before uh, you. She has also her. never taken a shit on the neighbor's yard. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you're winning. I'm winning, <laughs> but it, it, there's also the major difference between boys and girls. True. I mean, boys are very excited to talk about all their things all the time. Well, and apparently, women don't hold back talking about their stuff. Either. We don't. Basically, we absolutely do not, yeah. uh, especially when we're together and it's just us. There's a lot of stories you guys would be shocked to know when uh, people say that men may be more disgusting than women. <laughs> Doubtful. Doubtful. We're much, we share a lot more. So uh, your wives and your wives' girlfriends or your girlfriends' friends all know pretty much every single thing that you do. Yep. Just, a, oh, yeah. just an FYI. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so you got them in camps. They're good except for those two weeks. We're good for camps. Thank God. So, I mean, I think we're organized. I know I did win at a, uh, I said a, shockingly, a gala recently and did win a week of baseball camp at Georgia Tech. So I need to get Hunter signed up for that. Ooh. So we're going to try to improve those baseball skills for my oldest son. Yeah. So I think that's it. After I get that one lined up, I think we're good to go. Nice work, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, today we have brought on a special guest that's coming in. I have no idea what kind of drink he's bringing, uh, which makes me a little nervous at all times, especially after Mary Margaret's very strong entire bottle of tequila in the uh, strawberry margarita mojito thing, whatever the fuck she made last time that was delicious, but very strong. Um, So Eric Rogers, uh, who's one of our best friends, will be joining us. He is a partner at Free Goldberg which is a trucking law firm. So we are going to be talking a little bit about trucking accidents and uh, their effects in Georgia and and all of the things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's the best. So that's certainly our go-to trucking uh, expert for sure. Yeah, they're amazing. So, and God only knows what he's going to bring us. So here's... Here's hoping. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Welcome back. We have brought in our very good friend, Eric Rogers from Freed Goldberg. Eric, how are you? I am nervous and doing well, I think. <laughs> you look excited. This is very, good. I'm very excited. Okay, Welcome good. to the show. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so uh, you brought us a drink. Okay, so this. What is it? Um, so this drink is my own concoction. Very it's excited. called the Fairway. Let's Ooh. all just enjoy it. Cheers. We do golf um, together. Cheers first. I'm yes. just gonna. We're golfing together like soon. This. I believe uh, later this week. We'll reach for it. We need a new. We need a new foursome or fourth person for our threesome. Golf for golf this week. Golf, Eric. Golf. <laughs> our tournament that we're playing in on Wednesday. Focus, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. He's like, I don't know <laughs> I what they're know talking about. I didn't know we were about. having a threesome yeah, this week. I, no, no. I got to go hydrate after we're this. We're gonna have a foursome. I'm gonna. We're gonna need you to find another guy. Okay. Yeah, we do. Well, yes, of Frank course. Preferably yeah. attractive and Master. good at golf. Yeah. Um. Okay, just fun to hang out with. Yeah. Fine. Those are two. Well, you actually don't be hot. So I know this Argentinian. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> that later. Um, um, but no, it is a, um, so the fairway uh, used to be called the Eric Special, but people got weirded somebody out Somebody trademarked that. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the fairway, what does it have in it? So it's. Um, it's delicious. It's vodka and then half parts Fresca and Pomplemousse LaCroix. So you get that. What the fuck is pomplemousse? It's it's a French word grapefruit? for grapefruit. So you know, so. my uh, father-in-law is a big uh, fresca vodka fresca guy. This yeah, seems so. a little bit more sophisticated. So I might. Uh, you could turn him onto this. Yeah, that's the vodka wedge. Is well, uh, so what made it a little pink though? So then you get to the Northland, only Northland cranberry. Mm. And are you being paid splash. to say that by Northland? Yes. Yes. Hashtag Northland like, Cranberry. Are you sponsored by Northland? I got an NIL. Thing, you know? <laughs> you do. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. I was just checking. Um, and then a splash of Key West lime juice. Got to be. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. And so okay. that's so vodka, fresca, mm-hmm. pamplemousse. Pamplemousse. I've never heard of that word fresca. in my life. I think he's making it up. I would it go is. with grapefruit. Or not fresca. Yeah. Well, I've seen the name on the uh, mm. on, on the, the LaCroix. On LaCroix. Yes. And cranberry juice. Just a little bit of cranberry. You don't want too much to over. And lime juice. And lime juice, yeah. I do feel like this would give me some stomach acid, though. No, nope, sure. sure doesn't. Oh, Eric, maybe not you. No, it doesn't. The, pro- <laughs> the, the problem with these is that they're so easy to drink. Mm. Oh, you're hammered after like because you, you just suck them down like water, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah they're much. really good. It is refreshing. Yeah. I um, imagine the caloric uh, is low. It's pretty. Yeah, it's like three, all of it because all of it is calorie free. Yeah, yeah. Pomplemousse Fre- calorie Fresca. Free. Yep, yep. You're only using a little it's tiny that bit fake word again. So it's pretty much hot girl summer. Here we come. Yeah, but you like us. Couldn't be happier. Eric, uh, I love Sarah. your drink. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming and joining us on our podcast today. Absolutely. Uh, tell me about your firm. What do you guys specialize in? Okay. Um, so we got uh, 10 lawyers, and um, we specialize in trucking litigation that's catastrophic. Um, Explain get, that. Okay. Yeah. So when a person gets hit by a tractor trailer on mm-hmm. 285, it's bad. Yeah. Ugh. And you're dealing with horrific injuries. Yep. Be it spinal injuries that require surgery. Crush injuries. Um, multiple surgeries at the hospital. I mean, we have, you know, we did have two uh, tier one hospitals for trauma. Now we have one or we're going to have one, Grady. Grady. Yeah. So you go there. You deal with wrongful deaths too. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Those, um, that all comes to us, and we work with other lawyers that don't necessarily specialize in that area or level of trauma. Yes, we don't do that. No. That's not our forte. We send it to you. Right. And so the reason why is because people think, oh, a case is a case, and it's not. Nope. Um, it's kind of like if you have a little skin cancer that needs to be burned off versus traumatic skin cancer. Where those are two are different things. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are two different things and two different types of doctors or levels of It's a very good analogy. Yeah, thank yep, you. Yep. Um, I just came up with that. I know, that was, well, God, brilliant. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you bring out the best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Eric, as an aside, is one of my work husbands that I couldn't adore more. He is fantastic and lovely, and uh, we talk pretty often about all of our, all of our lives and our work stuff. So uh, how did you get brought into this line of work? So I got lucky or unlucky because it's um, it's funny. A friend of mine passed an accident recently, mm-hmm. like two days ago, and it was traumatic accident. Mass carnage. And Ooh. they're like, I don't know how you do this on a day-to-day basis. And I'm like, I've, I've got to compartmentalize. But so I got brought into it from law school. Um, the first law firm I got into um, was on the other side representing trucking companies, and they just assign you wherever. And this was 2008, and things were just chaos. And so I got trucking and just fell in love with it. And then um, I got a call four years later from Michael Goldberg, my law Your partner, law partner. My law partner. Who now. we also love very much. He's love wonderful. very much. Yep. Um, and he's um, says, hey, you want to interview? And I said, sure. You're like, with me? With yeah. you? So okay. We go out. It's um, me, him, and Chris Simon, who's mm-hmm. another friend of ours. Oh, as an aside, one of the investors in Yepa. Oh, Yepa. yeah, yeah, yeah. From the and last, just a full episode, circle it yeah. around to the last episode. Okay, continue on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know nope, the last episode, fine. so yep. I apologize for no, that. No, you're good. So, their their pizza is delicious. Anyways, so um, so at this point I have no kids. I'm living in Buckhead um, and recently married. And Chris, uh, Michael goes, "Hey, let's let's meet at five for happy hour and talk." And I go, okay. Then he texts me. He goes, "Hey, that's not going to work. Let's meet at eight at the tavern." Which at Phipps? At Phipps. God, I miss oh, that place. That place was so uh, good. God, salad. I love that place. And when they throw the napkins off the bar. I mean, I know. You just, the bartenders just feel were so naked. Yeah, I girl did. When you, they were, like, I miss that place so like, much. I mean, so it just put a smile on every Delicious, girl's face. Delicious. Well, all the girls there were dressed like cookers. I didn't mind. They were so nice. Well, there was no other so women lovely, there. They were all... independent contractors. Yeah. Mm, we'll no get doubt. into that later. There wouldn't be a workers' comp claim, I'm sure. And then their salads were so good. I could walk there. Oh, it was delicious. Oh. Okay, sorry. Continue on. Uh, the guy with the ponytail, what was his name? Oh, that played in the the. Uh, no, music not that guy. guy. Oh, not the, the mu- I'm like, the him. music guy? We <laughs> love that. Oh, yeah. guy. Jam awesome. Um He had a ponytail, too, He would now. sing Maneater. We're looking to hire him. <laughs> We're going to try and find, like, a, a redo of Tavern. God, I hope Zeppo so. Night. Can we do that? Oh, no, I love that. We, it's in talks. All right, continue on. Okay. Sorry. So you you were going to meet Goldberg and Simon there. Yes. Just and so, 8 p.m. And, um... So there were or were not hookers there. There, there were. Do what? I said there were or were not hookers there. There were not there at that were. time. Okay. Uh, there's, it's eight. No, they sit at the bar, much like at other high-end restaurants. That's what I'm saying. Continue on. Okay. Yeah. I was doing a job interview. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm, yeah. so you're paying attention I'm, to the people. That paying, they, yeah, I'm yeah. That's right. I mean, that's good. Okay, continue on. <laughs> so we... Um, he, he, we talked for a minute, and he's like, you, you know, gives me a brief description. And then I didn't know Chris was going to be there. And so I'm like, okay. Wh- hey, man. Wh- are we doing this a group thing? Like, <laughs> what's going on? And so Michael's like. This is going to be an initiation. He goes, we're going out afterwards. You want to go? Oh, and God. I was like. Kind of. I was like. I can't say no on a job interview. No, you definitely can't say no. And you know it's going to be fun with those two. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we did a tour of Atlanta, and this is before Uber. So we get in a taxi. We go down oh. to Highlands. Uh-huh. Then we had... Met- did you go to Dark Horse? Um, yes, we did. <laughs> See? I knew it. Did you sing karaoke? <laughs> no, we did not do karaoke that night. Uh, I thought you have a good karaoke voice. 
I have no problem with karaoke. It's only I only do it, save it for New Orleans. Mm. At the- STLA, Southern Trial Lawyers thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I heard you weren't fun down there from Sarah. His hysterical. There is a video somewhere of me riding a bull, but we're mm. so. Anyways, I was in bed at that point in time. I have no idea what he did at late night. God only knows. The mechanical bull. No. I can no. <laughs> I can no longer babysit past a certain point because I have got to go to sleep. Um, So, yes. So, that's how I got into it. And um, we finished the night. And then the next morning, Goldberg texts. And he's like, hey, man, great talk. And I jumped in. And um, at the time, I was working for Scott Masterson. Oh, God. I didn't know this. You worked for Masterson? For six weeks. So Scott Masterson is the managing partner of Lewis Brisboy. Uh, he is a brilliant lawyer, does defense. Uh, one of our favorite people personally, but you, A, don't want to be on the opposite side of him because he's a complete fucking dick. And he is also brilliant and lovely. So you want him as his lawyer, as your own lawyer, but you also don't want to work for him. I don't think that'd be enjoyable. Is that enjoyable? It was not. And I also worked for <laughs> I also, like, Eddie McAfee was... Uh, uh, who was Mary Margaret's husband. Husband. Yep, yep, Worked two yep. doors down from me. So yep, he, just he'd roll, he'd it roll around. around 11. Yeah. And just be like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I need to, and like, Rogers, Rogers, what are you, I'm like... Can you just take it down? Can everybody list? stop yelling at me this yes. early in the morning? So, um, so, <laughs> Goldberg, so you gladly switch sides. Goldberg offers me the job. This and you're like, bye. And so <laughs> I'm I like, leaving right I wrote now. Exiting memos. And um, so I go in. Masterson comes in around 1030 or so. So I go to his office. I was like, hey, Goldberg offered me a job. I got to go right now. And bye. Uh, I'm taking it. And he goes, if it was any other firm, I'd tell you to get your ass back to your office. <laughs> and, yes. But it's I'm going to take you out for a drink. Because <laughs> we like those guys. They're really good lawyers. No, he goes. <laughs> so he's like, I give him the exiting memos and like with everything needing to be done. So it passed over fine. And so then he texts Goldberg or there was some interaction. But apparently Gold, I, I am worth a steak dinner. Uh, that was my work. <laughs> well, that's a lot of money so, in Atlanta. Yeah. That is at house. At yes. house, because it's fucking delicious. Oh yeah. So, yes. so I, was, bo- I was. Yeah, I yeah. was traded for a steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is some pretty high worth at this point in time, yes. Eric. Considering it could have been, it could have been worse. But yeah. So with trucking, I mean, it's. More complicated. Tell me what to do. Like, tell me some of the fucked up things you've seen truck drivers do on cases that you have gone against them that you've been like, what in the fuck goes on with your company? Give me an example, hypothetically. Perfect. I will give you the funniest and craziest of the stories. I mean, there's always about like lying or hiding documents and that's they do do that on regular oh, they basis do that correct on regular they're basis. like constantly so you've know yeah. to like you know dig in it's it's like a marriage you got to know where to sneak and and for everybody else it's like a uh who may not understand so documents and stuff they come out during what's called the discovery process where we send requests for production of documents or interrogatories to uh, the opposing side they have to provide those documents and truthful answers, and they have to verify that they have been truthful in uh, answering all of those responses. But trucking companies, I have heard, even though I don't do trucking uh, accidents, are notorious for playing hide the ball with documents. So, yes, as a lawyer on the defense side, you have your ethical duties, and most of the lawyers that I work with are very ethical. There's a difference between being ethical and pushing. Right. So... If you tell me, Sarah, you like if you're my client and you say, hey, I gave you everything and you're a trucking company, I can go, okay. Or I can take my experience that I've had in trucking and go, nah, you didn't. I don't think and, that you did. And so sometimes you just have to push a little bit more to make the other person push. Doesn't mean the other lawyer's being unethical. It's just a lack of effort. So, so it's the, hold on. All documents responsive to said request within the possession, custody, and control of the trucking company have been provided. Go get the fucking documents and bring them if you know how to get them. I don't think that you actually have them, like, on your person at all times. Correct? That type of thing. So, for example, I have case pending against uh-huh. said friend mm-hmm. of ours. Uh-huh. And uh, it's not a trucking case. It's a okay. premises case. But... Um, 
it involves an explosion at a you know what? We're going to save the. We're going to Yeah, let's not do this right now. Tell me about um, some of the, I know, because oh, so we've yes. talked about so it. Give me the, some other stories about things where drivers of said trucks have, I don't know, been shit-faced or so have history. That's Give me that. Question. Okay. So, let's not talk about anything pending. That could right. get bad. Go, um, continue on. So I get a case referred to me, and it's two 20-somethings that were in a car. They get rear-ended at like 1 in the morning. Um, by so, a truck? By a truck, tractor mm-hmm. trailer, and pushed off 75 South. How uh, fast was the truck going? McDonough. It doesn't really matter. He was... Shmammered. This, this is so... Um, he gets charged with DUI. So I go the take... The truck his, driver? The truck driver. So I go take his deposition, and this is one of my favorite moments, and it's... Um, Stephanie Brown was on the other side, wonderful lady. And so I'm deposing this guy, and he's probably like 60. And he's like, well, my buddy was in town that I hadn't seen in a long time in Lithonia. <laughs> and I go, okay. He goes, you know, I was heading to New York. And I go, well, no, you weren't. You were going south on 75. He but, thought he was heading to New York. So he, like, he went and he, like, they had like a little barbecue or thing with a bunch of buddies. And I go, so, well, what were you drinking? And he's like, well, I had a beer. Or, and we and may have smoked a joint. And so then I go, and what else? And he goes... Some ayahuasca. We had, we, no, <laughs> we had some white lightning. Wait, like, oh, is moonshine. that moonshine? Mm-hmm. So the defense attorney, Stephanie, to her credit, didn't know what white lightning was. <laughs> she's so not she's a country girl there. like oh, us. I'm like, I know what that is. And I go, ooh, white lightning. And it's the George <laughs> Jones song. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to play it for her. After during, the deposition. Oh, I was like, during the deposition, no, where you're like, can we take a like, break for a minute? I was like, you're going to pay me on this case. This is. Yeah, this is a this problem. Is bad. So, yes. So yes. That was one of the craziest. And so do trucking companies also like regularly? I mean, like, have you seen it where they hire, I don't know, former fucking meth addicts and things like that, where they've like tested positive for things? I mean, the people, uh, some of the people, now granted, a lot of our trucking industry are extraordinarily safe drivers, and they are lovely people, and they have their CDLs, and they take their jobs very seriously. However, are there uh, companies that cut corners and hire people that have already been arrested without doing appropriate background checks and things? Yes. So, I call it, it's the 80-20 rule, and it exists everywhere. Mm -hmm. We always have to remember, 80% are great. So there's great truck drivers out there. They're paying attention. We've represented a lot of them. Yeah. I couldn't love my truck driving clients more. So Absolutely. I am not denigrating the, the industry, industry as a whole. But, yes, you have a lapse in certain areas. And so I've got a case with a truck, uh, a dump truck company that allegedly knew that this guy had a DUI and lost his license and still let him drive. Like his regular license? Not everything. just a CDL? Everything. Because he was a DUI. Like all of it. Just all done it. so. You yeah, can't no get have a CDL and get a DUI. That's not appropriate. I agree. Come on. He's currently, or was, currently working on the project of 4285. Jesus Christ. It's crazy. Okay. So, so one thing that I think about, I mean, particularly driving here today on 285, anytime, now, now that we're kind of like in the personal injury world and I see... Just with the car accidents alone, it stresses me out. Oh, God. But if I see a truck, I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and move over a few lanes. I make sure I'm not near one of traffic stopping. Like, what are your tips to our listeners when you're driving on the interstate with a truck? What do you do? Okay. Other than immediately exit. Like, I hate tractor trailers. I mean, on 285, since they don't generally shoot of the middle, when six lanes are filled with tractor trailers, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Immediately pray. exit and pray. <laughs> and no. hope that you have not seen Final Destination 2 or 3 or 4, something like that, with the logging truck, and it comes through the window. It scares the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, we haven't cheers a lot. Here you are. Cheers. We're cheersing. Okay. But no, I do so it scares the shit out of me every time. I couldn't agree more. Okay. Okay. If I've got my kids in the car I'm like, and I see a tractor trailer, I'm like, well, let's go to McDonald's. We're going to take Look, a little break. so, I mean, if you have a bad driver, that's one thing. Um, I would say one tip is don't drive to the front right of a tractor trailer. That's their blind spot. And they're going to turn, if they're changing lanes, they're going to come over to you. So their passenger front is not is a good place. their general bad spot. That is blind their number spot. one okay. blind spot. They have others, but, but that's, that's the, the number one. one because they're looking to come over 
they can't see you and it's not your fault because you're there it's just they can't see you and it's then too big. Gonna, the cab's too big the the mirrors are not strong yeah. and all the things and you're going to get pit maneuvered and it's not going to be fun you may come out okay but just don't you know i don't want to be pit maneuvered by a tractor trailer the, i'm not yeah. gonna lie so that would be my number one tip okay to the audience of I'm, that um so really fast i did notice because i am generation x i am older than you eric you fucker um and, and rebecca and i are both generation x so i remember growing up tractor trailers did not used to have those things down at the bottom of the back of their trailer portions, right? That would keep you from going underneath when I was in my little Saturn SC2 sports coupe uh, nice. from being completely decapitated. When did do you know approximately the year that those came in and uh, any federal guidelines or anything that had those installed or required them or anything like that? Is that just like the mud flap? The no, the mud bumpers. flaps were, um, that was that was one of our big con law interstate commerce yeah, yeah. or Congress mm-hmm. uh, regulating interstate commerce. But no, which that was huge too. But the ones that, so when we were growing up, it used to be wide open in the back, mm-hmm. right? So you'd always hear these terrible stories oh, about yeah, like yeah. the family of four, mm-hmm. the trucker slams on his brakes, family of four goes under and everybody gets cut in half. Right? Terrible. Um, so when did they start doing the lowered thing? That was it? late 80s, early 90s. I can't give you an exact. See? But see? Look at me. Generation X. Yep. I remember I remember being on the road without him. Um, it was awful. So it's called the ICC bumper. Okay. And it's fe- federally regulated. Thank God. <clears throat> um, and so it's still going to kill the driver if oh, you hit shit. it hard enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it will save everybody else. It doesn't. It, it avoids an underride. Which okay. is which everybody else in the car going underneath the car. Yes. Okay. So and what about the things on the side of the truck that come down and you're like going under uh, are you because so those can't started do like the coming national in? Lampoon thing? Yeah, yeah. Like the national lampoon where you go like under and you're driving and then you come back out. Now of course you're gonna die because there's no like coming back out from it. But what when did that so, start happening? Oh, Sarah, now we're getting into politics. So those things don't do crap. They don't do anything? They're, they're so you can de- still go underneath. They make des- you feel better. No. Me better. They're designed for air mm. to give them fuel, um, better fuel mileage. Oh, Shut up. Different. It has nothing to do with preventing smaller cars from going under the thing from Not the side. Shut up. Okay, I, I didn't know that. Europe has them, but we don't. And this is the big thing Joe is on. Joe Freed, who is his law partner. partner. He is actually one of uh, the nation's leading truck experts on trucking cases. He's brilliant, speaks all over the country. He's big on these because of bicyclists. So they get, like, caught on, like, cut over on. um, Oh, if so, I actually represented a case of this oh. when I was where in law school where turns. you're like taking a right turn and a bicycle gets it and then brought under. Yes, I know this. So, I had one of those cases. So, no, all those things are fake, fake news. Bullshit. Fake news. Okay. But so you're saying it's real news. <laughs> so my news. other right. question for you is, uh, you know, those spiky things that go on the wheels of like some like tow trucks and stuff. Are they done just to, in, like, they're on the hubcaps oh, yeah. and are they the lug nuts? Or, are they... or some large truck trucks, are do they serve a purpose or are they to try and make your penis look larger? Which one are they? They always make me a little nervous whenever I drive that's, by them. That's a great question. Do you um, know? I think it's penis enlargement. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know if they actually served a purpose. Like, they look if terrifying. you start to slide over, like, it'll ting, ting, ting your thing, and then you'll know to move over, or if it's just because you might have a small piece. Now, I will say one thing that I want our audience to hear. Yes. Is about the insurance for tractor trailers. Yeah. So, Ronald Reagan. It's larger. Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. put in the requirement that trucks must have a minimum of 750000 Nice work. If they're interstate. Yep. Cross lines. Mm-hmm. Georgia is 100, 300. Shut your fucking mouth. Not. Okay. So, so that's just in state. If, it's if 100 you, and 300. You, but if you go cross if, state. Then it's 750. But it's so if you have a chicken plant in Gainesville mm-hmm. and it's driving plant chickens down to South Georgia for processing. That truck only has to have a hundred thousand dollars. Shut up. 
No fucking way. That doesn't make That's sense. That's 100%. It's the Public Service Commission that regulates it. And they've never updated so it. So Ronald Reagan's 750 if you're going interstate. So if he's crossing from, say, Gainesville, and you're going up to Franklin, North Carolina, then you need to have a 750. But if you're just going Gainesville down to McDonough, you only need 100. That's well, what's crazy shit. is Reagan was president in the 80s. 84. Yeah, it's so been a long time. five years old. And, yeah. so and that amount like hasn't changed. That has not changed at all, even though everything Sounds related, like we have some new lobbying to do. It is. It's, it's ridiculous. So Freed, my law partner, is a big advocate and has been working in Congress to get this change. Should be at least a million. Minimum of a million because they're not, you're not well, going to have a back strain from hitting a fucking tractor trailer. You're mm-hmm. going to need multiple surgeries mm-hmm. or you're dead. Right. Yeah. So you have wrongful death cases, right? All right. So I'm asking you this so people will know. Wrongful death cases where, let's say, a family of four, okay, and a tractor trailer fucks it up, right, comes over, they're in their blind spot. This family of four dies. You're telling me the maximum they will pay is $300,000 for the no. family of four? Tell me how this works. No, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you they'll pay maximum of 100. Oh, family of four. Yes. Family of four. Yes. Yeah. So 100 per person, 300, 300 per person, per occurrence. So 300 for the family of four. Shut your mouth, good I've sir, a, when you're talking case, to me. I've got a case with a 15-year-old girl with the leg off. Sorry. I it's okay, whoever it may be. Yes. With an amputated leg. Uh-huh. And they're trying to say, we only owe you 100 And the company, and so we're trying to figure out if this guy's crossing state lines, what he's doing, and trying to find more coverage. But this girl may end up with oh. 200 grand. Shut well, up. But all this right. brings us back. So our last episode, we talked about health insurance and med pay and all of these things. It's a friendly reminder to our listeners, pull out your insurance policy and you need to check to see your med pay. If you have med pay and if you have you need UM, health insurance and also for the love of God, get health insurance. Because at least in like that scenario, if she had med pay and health insurance, she would at least have the resources to pay for the necessary treatment right. instead of being screwed. So I that needs to be changed That's immediately. And so what you need to remember, and this is something I want to tell everyone is. I, I get this question a lot of times at the beginning of cases. Well, aren't they going to pay for my medical bills? And I'm like, not right now. Nope. And so you're out in the wind. You're injured. You don't have health insurance. You don't know where to go. You're lost. You've never been through anything like this. This is sort of my day-to-day life. Like Medical this, treatment on a lean. This is every, every twice a week. Yep. Um, I'm dealing with clients that are lost and it sucks because they don't know where to go. They don't know where to turn to. And thankfully we have the resources and availability where my clients have my cell phone and they're like, Hey, where do I need to go? Go to this doctor. Okay. Let me make your appointment for you. Like they're just scared. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest part about what we do is that our clients are just scared of what the future may hold. Of they don't course. Know, they don't know how they're going to recover. They don't know where they're going to recover. How they're going to make a living. How they're going to make a living. And so what I tell my clients is I go, look, I don't know. At the beginning of every case, um, I tell my clients, look, I don't know what your problems are going to be. We're going to find that out together. I'm not going to guess. I'm not going to hypothesize about what your problems will be. But here's what I know. I've seen most everything. If you let me know, I will figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm a logistics man, person, or logistics woman, whatever. Well, you personally are a man, I, I think. I, you know, I mean, but for now. for now. You do you, Eric. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> you know, Shania Twain. I, like, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but I mean, if you're not a man, that's cool, too. I fucking couldn't support it more. <laughs> so that's what I tell them is, look, just you text me any problem you have. I'll tell you if it's a problem, one. Yeah. Or you're just stressing out about something. And if it's a problem, then we'll 
figure it out. Figure it out together. And that is, I mean, that's just that's being a good lawyer because you, we run into that shit all the time yeah. with our clients, where the God knows what they're getting ready to say, and I'm like, da 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 da. Just make sure you tell me everything so I know. Yeah. And, we can and so, if your lawyer's not doing that, like being part of your team, yeah, then you got the wrong lawyer. Like they just need to be available to you because no case is the same. Right. Well, any uh, client that we have that gets involved in a major accident with a trucking company, we always bring you guys in as co-counsel to help us because again, it is very specialized. You know, a lot of people will say, well, you're a lawyer. Can you help me with my DUI or you're a lawyer? Can you get me out of this traffic ticket or can you Uh, draft up this will or something it's like asking an orthopedic surgeon who specializes in uh, knees to do a dental surgery like it's not the same thing you've got specializations throughout our field of expertise and uh, I would say that you guys you guys are definitely our go-to for trucking and we couldn't be happier to have you here today and Sarah if you get picked up by somebody like a lady of the night Caught with that, she is your go-to girl for that. <laughs> what uh, am I gonna do? She is a you, fixer. I, feel I like am if a you fixer a for sure. I am a, a fixer. I always say that. I, <laughs> God damn it, Eric! I do always say that I have a um, bag of lime and a shovel ready for all occasions if needed. If somebody really needs me to get rid of somebody, I mean, I can help you. But yes, I am your person for that. So, Eric, we are gonna play a little game since you brought this lovely little drink. We're gonna play Never Have I Ever. I think you're good. You still have like half I'm sure that you have not done any of the things. Yes, uh, I'm sure. You're not going to drink at all. You'll be fine. Um, So never have I ever had uh, been playing a golf tournament where one of our golf people flipped a fucking golf cart. Well, I guess I'm going to drink this too. Rebecca wants to drink for it. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we can tell who the well-behaved one is here. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's cute. Oh, we're going to go down that route. <laughs> <laughs> just All saying, right, Eric. Just tell saying. the story. Uh, yes. So this was uh, about a month ago. Yep. And um, my partner that I was with. I was part of the foursome. Yes, you were part of the foursome. But the we guy used was... my ball and Jessica's ball more than any of y'all's fucking balls. Just but just so we're clear, okay. we killed it. All right, continue on. You did. I think it sounds like the girls' balls were better than the boys' balls. Bigger. And that's All the balls were great. Where are you bigger? Okay, continue on. <laughs> so I tell my buddy, and I was driving the, my cart, and I said, hey, I'm going to walk up because my ball is up there, and I'm going to pick up the ball. and meet Near the, the hole. And um, he just keeps driving. And he thought it would be funny to skid. He and kept doing that the whole fucking well, game. Well, he was skidding though. straight the whole he time. He would skid straight and do the... I don't like this at all. This is how brain injuries happen. It, makes, it gives me hives. It makes me very nervous. Like, we need our brains for a living. So, yeah. this time he decided, I'm going to skid and turn. And I'm going to cut it. And I was not in the cart. Otherwise, this... Praise this, be. This, this, no, no. It, this would not have happened if I was in the cart. It was because a way you would have been driving. Uh, problem. Or because he was fucking cutting in on a downhill, like straight away while slamming the brakes. Well, Maybe that was in it. the thing. No, I'm no. sitting on the Eric oh. wasn't in it. No, on, Ali honey. was in it, and he cut it. Needless to say, we were on. Uh, we were up on the green. We don't name names. Oh, whoever it was, we were on the green and. The fucker, all we hear is the slamming of the brakes and the screeching of the tires. And we look over and the fucking thing is flipped. And I we giggled because that's what you automatically do. And then I was like, oh, my God, is he actually hurt? And I had to run up and help push the fucking golf cart off him because his ankle was strapped underneath it. Like, so the best part was. Who does that, Eric? So the best part was that I was like on the far side of the green and like the girls are freaking out. And I was like. I just stood there. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yep. Way to get into emergency <laughs> mode, Eric. You can tell you're not a mom. A yeah. mom's Oh, no. Like, a mom immediately. Like, That's, immediately uh, flip out yes. the golf cart. Yeah. You, you've got to have women in your life because they'll save you. 100%. I was he could have died under there. And no, he like, absolutely. He was like, oh, oh, that man, was we lost the yeah, That poor little fella. <laughs> He did it to yeah. himself. It yeah. wasn't me. I, no, immediately the moms are going to be like running in there and like lifting off carts and stuff. Anyway, the poor little fellow was trapped. So that was fun. Um, so 
I drank okay. for that one. You drank for that one. Rebecca didn't. Never have I ever been in a house during a uh, seminar that has had the SWAT team arrive at it. I don't know if they're. Oh, you better fucking drink, Rebecca. You were there. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's SWAT, but it was. Uh, I actually think it said SWAT <laughs> on their hats. But go ahead, Eric. I'll let. I love it. He gets double SWAT. Yeah, I know. He gets a tell. Well, and Rebecca can tell her version of it because, in all honesty, I was asleep. In, in tucked into bed after reading my book. I'm sure it was the Bible. <laughs> I'm sure that I crawled into bed reading the Bible and I fell asleep with a very great, wholesome dream. And what happened, Eric? How'd the SWAT team end up at our house? So it was a conference down on a certain island. Some young children try to bust our party. Oh, I can participate in that part. I yep. was not asleep yet. You there kicked was, them out, I Sarah. did kick them out because they were trying 18. to come into our house, and they were 18 years old. And I was like, I'm sorry, this is too much for your young virgin eyes. You cannot be involved in a lawyer party on Sea Island. And they were very mad uh, that they got kicked out of the party. I was like, come on, guys, give me a fucking break. Man, you're literally 18. You guys got to hop your little fannies out of here. And needless to say, they did came back. Fannies, or I did not pat uh, their she fannies. She was married then. Now she definitely would have patted, <laughs> she definitely would have patted that fanny now. I, if they were, <laughs> that is not true. Are you 18? Are you come 18? Come on in. Fine. Absolutely not. Allow not myself have, to introduce myself. I would not have done either of those things. But Would you like to meet Mrs. Robinson? No. So those little assholes, though, they uh, came back and flipped our golf carts. Uh, we had we had lovely, like, eight-seater golf carts, and the fuckers flipped them in our little driveway because they're psychopaths. But apparently the authorities were called. Uh, yes. And so um, this was sort of a... I don't want to call it a villa. It was it, a fucking it, French villa. It was a French no, villa. No, yeah, Mansion. it was, yeah, this was, I was, yes. I was, I was a little overboard. <laughs> Eric had, had uh, just settled a very good case. And so he was like, let's do a big, a big house at Sea Island. We go, okay. And there were what, eight of us, 10 of us? There was plenty of us. I have no idea. Anyway, continue on. Uh, so I decided after the party to, um, <laughs> to go to the beach yes. and jump in the ocean. Yes, as you morning, should. As you should, mm -hmm. you know. And Rebecca and Sarah were up top. No, no, were, no, no. I was Rebecca not. Was, I think I was with Mary bed. Margaret on the roof. Yes, yes, you were with Mary Margaret mm -hmm. on the roof, yes. From the prior episode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they could see me. So they're looking down and they're like, what is Eric doing? And, I was, uh, and so uh, as I come out of the water, Apparently, our party got a little rambunctious. Or those asshole those children. I sound like a Scooby-Doo episode. Those bastard kids something, ratted us out to the cops. Something happened. <laughs> Anyways, and so there's a walkway through the dunes, and I'm on the beach, and so I see these flashlights, and they're like, I hear these voices. What are you doing? And I assume that it's my folks that I'm staying with in the house. Yes, of course. And so I pursue proceed to cuss them out yeah. in a joke. Go fuck yourself, man. Well, in, in an Irish accent, too. Because so, yes. it's funnier that way. It is funnier that and way. And so they came out and they're like, sir, what are you doing? <laughs> so like, well, I was just having a swim. And so, I was I was bathing so myself yes. in the ocean <laughs> in the moonlight in the ocean. I was cleansing my cleansing soul, my sir. Soul. Uh, yes, so I had my shirt off and everything, and it was just an awkward experience. And they they were like, I mean, they were nice. I they saw the whole nice. scene. The SWAT team could have, I mean, I think in today's world, they may have been a little bit more aggressive than they were back they then. They could have killed me. They could have killed me. They within their rights. You're lucky you're charming. Um, yes, with no, your I fake knew, Irish accent. Yeah. But no, it was those kids. They were pissed. They couldn't stay for our grown up party. Those goddamn kids. We're what still are you fun. saying in Scooby Doo? Those meddling kids. 
right? Those meddling, yeah, the meddling kids. kids. They were those little bastards. That's what they were. And so they called the SWAT team on us and told them about our party. So Rude does that, bastards. you think they called 911 or is there like an FBI number you call for that? I don't What do you think they said about us to get the SWAT team there? I don't really want to, I can neither confirm oh, nor deny nor think of anything that they would have said about us, but it was probably not good. No. Uh, again, Losers. I had only been reading the they Bible were, laying in bed. I think it was like um, Footloose. They said that we were dancing. So <laughs> we were dancing. Which, you know what that leads to? A lot to. of dancing. Oh, you have no idea what that leads to. Like that dancing shit is just, goes awry. Oh. You've seen Dirty Dancing. I saw how those kids danced. <sighs> Trash. I mean, just. Hey, <laughs> I man. So, Eric. So, uh, Sarah. We were going to give you a never. Uh, you and Rebecca get a never have I ever since I came up with those two never have I ever questions. So, what you got? Mm. Let's do it. Okay. Ladies and gents, uh, never have I ever. Mine are all so inappropriate. Well, that's okay. That's that's why yeah, we're on a podcast yeah, and not mainstream. Yeah, Sarah, uh, a little... I don't know Ooh. what that means. That's not fair. Never have I ever been married and divorced twice. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always forget about a first marriage. Right? Well, well, who's a starter? Off. You should. So do I. All right, I'm going to have my drink. <laughs> I want to meet this guy. I don't think it should count. I don't think it should It doesn't count because it was six months. I only got did married. Did you even bang him? I did. Repeatedly, <laughs> okay. yes. But, but he does. <laughs> but it definitely wouldn't count. Yes, I did, in fact, uh, have intercourse with that okay. man. But it was, so I uh, got this engaged. This going a little I, off the rails. Ugh, I got engaged in three months, and I planned. Had you known him for three months? No, I, I I always go back to the well. So I knew him in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Oh, God, you um, do go back to the I'm well. I'm way back to the well. She's, she's a mountain woman. I am, well, no, that was from Sarasota, Florida. So anyway, oh. we got married in a castle in Scotland, and we had 50 people that were coming to the wedding. So it's not really my fault in the sense that I couldn't call it off because there were 50 people coming to a wedding in Scotland. So I ended up getting married, and then I caught him soliciting sex on Craigslist, and I right hooked him in the jaw and I filed for divorce on the same day. It was six months. That's not really my fault. Like, that shouldn't even count. That should yeah, have been should an annulment. You should have still been Question. happy at six months. Yeah. Question. It was an annul. It should have been annulled. What? Um, when you say soliciting sex, was he offering it up or was he trying to no. get it? No. So I caught him on email and it was like, hey, my name's Adam. I'm six foot three, brown hair, blue eyes, Florida Gator. What are you doing tonight? When he was doing like, work for project management in Panama City. Anyway, I found the email, which I knew was somewhere out there, and I found it, and then I right-hooked him in the jaw, and then I filed for divorce. Next question. <laughs> it was you miss the good old days of Craigslist solicitation stuff? I mean, I, mean, I don't I, even know if Craigslist exists anymore. What no, was that does. like? They just don't it? allow the sex. No, they do. Mm. That's where I buy my chickens. <laughs> On Craigslist. Thank God. No, the baby chickens that I get, the fancy chickens on Craigslist. Okay, next question. What do you got? Um, Never have I ever hooked up with a gorgeous Argentinian (laughs) sailboat man. Okay, both of you are complete assholes because this is only just me drinking. You're welcome. Well, We haven't done that before, so... Okay, so... He refused Fine. I hate all... I hate both of you equally. Um, So, yes, there is a very hot Argentinian national sailor man uh, from Miami who I'm still good friends with, and he's lovely, but he came to dinner, and both of you wanted to sleep with him. So don't (laughs) act like you didn't. You both thought he was stunning. I was just proud of you. He was was the hottest person I've ever seen in real life. Thank you. Uh I was sitting uh right here. Jeez. Uh, Eric, did you, in fact, want to sleep with him, too? (laughs) I found him very... uh, Attractive. I was like, if I could change... But like that movie, The Change Up. Yeah, yeah. I, if I could, change, you would have slept with. I him. would change up with In him. Immediately, and be like, I'll, be, I'll live your life, man. He like, was hot as shit. Yeah, so I couldn't on. agree. Like more. I definitely choked on my drink when he said that. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and I feel like y'all weren't really like talking at first, and I was like. <laughs> Oh, I think he sat down on the table uh, and we just all went silent. We did. It was so awkward because he was so hot. Rebecca goes, she leads over to her friend, her girlfriend told us, and she goes, she's not sleeping with him. Good grief. (laughs) She needs to. That boy is hot. Anyway, he was was so hot. And we are still dear friends today. 
Uh, so you're welcome. Oh, so dear friends. So you're saying there was not a re-return? Uh, no, there, there's been discussion uh, of a re-return. Is that an actual thing? It's a re-return. It's, it's a re-return. It's, it's a term. So you're He's saying, so cute. You're saying you've only saw him that one time? I only saw him that one time, but we still talk all the time. Okay, so you're not saying you've tried to meet up with him before or again? I think she tried to last no, time. No, we did. did. He was, no, he was, yeah, he okay. was sailing somewhere on, because that's what he does. <laughs> like, it's a professional sailor. He's a professional <laughs> sailor, <laughs> duh. With hair. God, he's really handsome. He's yeah, good he looking. Was really fucking We hot. should, I think, definitely let's make sure that he comes to our next <laughs> Miami dinner. <laughs> I think you should do a podcast with him. Uh, he does not speak English. How's the water? No, I'm It'd be like so amazing. I'd be like, and well, I guess we are on video, so you can. <laughs> he was so hot. Uh, anyway, we adore that fellow. We're still friends with him. <laughs> Yay, us. I'll make sure to bring him to the next black tie event. Uh, so any news, rumor, gossips? Eric, do you have a favorite restaurant that you love going to? Um, we last time talked about Yepa, which we love because it's you're delicious. You're definitely a private club type of guy. <gasps> you are your, uh... a private club type of guy. Eric, where do you like to spend your time? I like to spend my time at In-Town Golf Club. Oh, I still need to join. I feel like I'm so behind the times. No, you? we'll just do a corporate. I've already had a membership now for two years. You can be my corporate membership. We'll do that next time. But I, when they said they were going to let us do that, will they let us do it now? They'll totally do that. Okay. Yeah. I'll just so I have two. I'm, I'm sounding bougie on this thing. It sounds really so terrible. Sound you sound terrible. It's awful. <laughs> what my other private, club? Are you talking about the club? one that you just opened? My private club is my basement. That's <laughs> just fair. Just kidding. That's fair. Uh, so I have not yet. We just opened up uh, the Oconee Golf Club, and it's a nice private club up in Watkinsville, my brother and I. So it's Well, that's fun. Okay, so you actually opened a club. Yes. Do you golf? Yes. In it? Two bays. Perfect. You have your own locker, liquor. Can we go? Anytime we want. Yes, Anytime obviously we want. we're yes, about of course it. I oh, do. should we do that like an overnight? Probably. Yeah. So tell um, me, though, about the uh, in-town golf that we're members of that we go to. It's lovely. Yes. Yeah, so it's over by Chops. And uh-huh. so it's got 10 bays. It's got a bar. It's got a restaurant. Um, and it's just a place to get away for like an hour before you come. Like, it's great for business meetings. It's fantastic. It's yeah. very quiet. Lovely and bar. I've done, I've done Zoom meetings on it before and has little nooks. You did a deposition there one time. I did. I yes. know. I was very proud of you for that. Um and work on our driving when it's raining. Mm-hmm. It's very important. I take my kids on the weekends. Ah, yep, yep. Um, Sarah and I have done that before. Yeah, I'm taking Adeline. Uh-huh. So fun. Love Adeline. Mm-hmm. She's it's on the she's bottom level, level of my husband's office, so Ryan can come visit. Yeah, that's... <laughs> He, he, he does come visit. He does come visit. He showed up that one day we were all dressed up. He's like, what in the hell is happening here? Oh, that's where we were in the nun mm-hmm. costumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. <laughs> that was, the nun and priest Simon. costumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Chris Simon. I almost that got for Halloween. He was like, he was, what the fuck are you doing? He was not entertained. He's he like, why are you hammered and dressed like a nun at 2 o'clock you in the afternoon? You weren't hammered. I was warmed up. I was warmed up. It's Halloween. I think I'd cut back on my drinking at that point in time. So, like, one cocktail was a lot. It was going to whoop you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that's a, that's yeah. a strong sign to not cut down on your drinking then, Rebecca. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with being sober curious. Right so, yeah. that's your new drink place. You like you like going there I like and spending going there. your time. Um, it also Good for has work a, and it, fun. It, it has a spa. So As like, a steam room. Steam room. You know, where, you know what yeah, doesn't have a steam room? For women. Which is some fuckery. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Look. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'll, get, I'll sneak you into the steamer. Equal opportunity. I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not saying <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that's a very dangerous quote there. Uh, I would say, uh, so a couple of my other female friends who are members there, we have decided that we are going to take over, in fact, the men's locker room for like an hour, fucking three days a week so we can go and steam. Okay. As we should. Where the men have sat <laughs> naked, I think it'd be better just to love you for our naked, you typically. You wear a towel. Women do. Uh, yeah. But you can... We'll we sit definitely on, get naked. Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> sit on a um, a little washcloth. It'll be okay. Fun. Yeah, gross. We don't want anything to do with those men. Um, Eric, we love you. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> to sit with us today this on the podcast. <laughs> it's been a lot. I know. I'm sure it's been slightly overwhelming, but you've given us great information and shared some very funny pers- personal stories about attorneys in Atlanta that are always fun. Uh, and we couldn't be happier to have had you. So thank you for having us. And this drink is delicious. So good. Can you make it for us all the time? 
Absolutely. Okay, lovely. Um, yeah, we're going to need the ingredients. Yeah, so. cheers. Thanks, cheers. guys. Well, he's done with his. He already yeah. checked his. But well, I'm not because I have baseball, so I only had oh, yeah. a half of a drink. I do not. But um, thank you so much for coming. We've enjoyed it, and we'll have you on again. That's what she said. Yes. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Episode four. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.